0: Even though our world is broken, there is hope in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Candid Mike is here to share the gospel through life lessons and heavy-hitting interviews that will leave you inspired. In each episode, you will have the opportunity to make a difference in your personal life and in the lives of those you love. Today's episode has something good for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Candid Mike. I'm Mitchell Lavender, your host, and I'm glad to be with you guys again. It has been a crazy week. My wife and I have been going through a few transitions. And one, she just graduated on Friday with her master's degree in information technology from Florida State University. She is a boss. (laughs) We had a, a really great time and we got to celebrate uh her graduation at Harry's. Um it's a New Orleans style uh food restaurant which is just like so good. <laughs> and um Saturday we got to celebrate again um with all of our friends, all of her friends at a new and local brewery in Tallahassee called Ology. Phenomenal place. We love it there. Um great kombucha tea, great beer. Um, they are awesome. Um, uh, we had a really, really, really fun time. Uh, but you know what's crazy is that this was the tail end of our week. That was Friday and Saturday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday. We have been having just a lot of miscommunications in our decision making and our budgeting and our meal planning and just making sure that we're understanding each other. It it was a hard week for us. We um we're really learning to not take each other's words personally and also to express ourselves earlier on before things build up. Um, It's definitely a learning curve. We've been married for a year and four months, and we are so thankful to be married. We've learned so much. We have been challenged in so many different ways. Uh, But sometimes it's really hard. (laughs) You know, sometimes it is really hard. And we are so thankful for our friends who help us um, work through our marriage and, and help us work through our own thoughts and help us submit to what God's word says. I honestly do not know where we would be if we were both uh, not following Christ. I I don't think we would make it, but I'm very thankful that we are. I'm very thankful that he is helping us grow and um, helping us work through things, especially when we we both are are in our emotions. Um, So It's been an interesting couple of weeks. (laughs) Um, It's the end of the semester for us up here, so the campus ministry slowed down. Um, a lot of the students in the campus ministry have gone back to their homes with their families and are connecting with the churches there, and really spending time loving their families. And uh, it it's weird, you know, because it, it's almost like everything just comes to a freeze up here when it's Christmas break, which is good, and I think it's um healthy for everybody to be able to get away, and just refresh themselves and reflect even on how the year and the semester went. So. Um, the ministry up here has been doing great there are a couple goals we had one was which one goal was to grow closer to one another and the other goal is to continue to develop the character of Christ and by the grace of God we were able to see closer friendships and closer bonds form towards the end of the semester and we had a new brother named Jonathan who was baptized December 10th which is encouraging uh, to see someone become a Christian and And he's on fire, he's growing, and he's exciting, and he's encouraging. So it's been a a great, great end to the semester. Um, We're moving in the right direction, and um, it's been fun. Uh, So let's get to what we're talking about today. Uh, We're talking about why what we believe matters. Why does it matter? And it matters because it affects every decision that you make. A while back, when I was about 18 years old, I used to believe that I knew what people thought about me. I used to believe that, right? So let's say you and I had a conversation, and I told you something, or you told me something. I would, after we talked, walk away and play back in my mind everything I said, everything you said, And I would latch on to how I was convinced about how you felt about what I said or what you thought about me as a person. And this was the realm in which my mind would camp out, constantly feeding off of what I thought to be true about what other people thought about me. Yes, this is very prideful in the sense of it's narcissistic. All of the thoughts that I was thinking were just a reflection of myself. Crazy, right? And it's just a challenging phase in my life because it made me hypersensitive to people and it made me very, very insecure. And it made me very self-conscious to my decisions and to what I said. I was having a conversation with people. It just put me in this position where I was tense. Because I was always worried, always convinced, and always aware of what I thought other people believed about me. And why I bring this up? Because if I believe that I know what you're thinking about me, then whatever I believe you're thinking gets projected onto you, whether you're thinking it or not. And that's not fair, because I don't know what you're thinking, unless you tell me. But I would literally walk around as if I knew what people were thinking. So why are beliefs so important? Well, your beliefs lead to what you think. And your thoughts lead to how you feel. Your feelings lead to, usually, what you do, the actions you take. And your actions become habits. Your habits form your character. And your character ultimately leads to the life you lead, your destiny. beliefs are extremely important because they're the root of who we are. At my root, I believe X, Y, Z. Then the life I'm going to live is going to reflect X, Y, and Z. It's important to ask yourself, what do you believe and why do you believe it? And even beyond that, is what you believe actually true? Whether you believe what's true or false, you're still going to live according to that truth or that lie. So a couple things I think are really important with this. One is we cannot change what's true based on what we believe. No matter how much I believe, I can fly. If I jump off of my roof, I'm going to fall. There's a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance that I'll fall. Is it a hundred percent certain? No, but the percentage is high enough for me to draw a rational conclusion that I'm not going to jump off of my roof, no matter how much I believe I'll fly, because the truth is gravity's going to pull me towards the center of the earth, and I'm going to fall. So, so no matter what you believe, you can't change what's true. And absolute truth does exist. Some people are thinking. And some people think today that absolute truth does not exist. They think that you can believe whatever you want and it all leads to the same place. That's false. It makes no sense. and It doesn't. And I have reasons to want to agree (laughs) with the fact that all roads lead to the same place and you can believe whatever you want because it's comfortable and it doesn't step on anybody's toes. And it makes conversations with people who think differently a lot easier, but it's not true. There is a truth, an absolute truth, and that absolute truth is found in Jesus, in God, in the Bible, in Christianity, the way that God intended it to be. To say that there is no absolute truth will make that statement absolutely true. So there's no way around it. Absolute truth exists. Another thing to consider is how lies lead us astray in our life. When someone lies to us, we're deceived. We we think what they are saying is is true. Right? We think it's true. Cause we we expect there to be truth and what people tell us is true. And when they lie to us, we get led astray. We think one thing, when in reality something else has the merit something else is true think about how truth and lies have affected your relationships I can talk about my marriage for a second when my wife and I have a disagreement or or even when we're just trying to relay information that we got from somebody else sometimes there's a miscommunication and If I believe that my wife is telling me the truth, then there's no issue. If I believe she's lying, then I can feel upset or bothered or vice versa. And to take it one step further back, sometimes we believe things about our spouses that aren't true. For example, if she says something with a bit of a sharp tone towards me because she has pain in her arm, but I don't know she has pain, then I might tell myself that my wife is upset with me because her tone was sharp. And I believe that, which in my case is a lie. If the fact is that my wife had a sharp tone with me because she's in pain. You see how tricky this is? What you believe can affect your relationships big time. Whether you believe the truth about your spouse, whether you believe the lie about your spouse, this goes down to your kids, to your friends, to your coworkers. My challenge to you is to take note of what you're believing. We tend to camp out in three areas. The first one, when we're doing great, we camp out in the truth. I know this person loves me. I know they didn't mean to do that. We give people the benefit of the doubt. The other two is where we get in trouble. When we camp out on the lies in the areas of the things that could be, the possibilities, and that leads us to camp out in speculation. So if something isn't for sure a lie or or something isn't for sure in general, but we treat it as if it's true, then we can can find ourselves getting in trouble. For example, going back to the example of of my wife, if she has a sharp tone, instead of just telling myself a story, which is typically what we end up doing, I could ask her, hey, are you upset with me? Because you sounded like you are really upset with me. And she may say, "No, I just have some pain in my arm." Oh, wow, that's a totally different conversation versus me saying, well, "Why are you getting, why are you getting, uh, you know, aggravated with me?" And and she may respond to that in a way that is negative, and we may have ourselves an argument <laughs> because I believe something that wasn't true. So truths and lies and speculations can get us in trouble what we believe really really matters because it affects the way that we think it affects the way we feel and it affects what we do in our relationships think about your relationships think about the interactions you've had with people this week maybe the conversations you've had maybe the things you've heard that other people said are those things true? do you know if they're true? if you're saying yes I know they're true why do you know? Is it because somebody told you they were? Or because you know for a fact that they really are? You don't want to be misled. You don't want to believe something that's a lie. And you also want to make sure that you cling on to the truth. Because the truth is ultimately what will lead you in the correct direction. Even if conflict or hard times come from it. When it comes to Jesus... In John 14, verse 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And in this moment, he's talking to his apostles who are afraid and scared because he's getting ready to die. He's telling them that he's getting ready to leave and die. And they're, as any good friends would be, concerned. And Jesus is consoling his friends here with three powerful statements. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. This statement in Christianity is so powerful, so consoling, and so exclusive because it states that Jesus Christ is the only way we, as humankind, can get to the Father. In making this statement, this tells us why what Jesus asks us to believe Is the best thing we can believe. Not only for ourselves, but also for those around us. Your closest friends, your family, your kids, your husband, your wife. Because Jesus says that he's the only way. So if I believe something otherwise, and if I try to make another way, that means I'm not going to make it. This is something that I know that a lot of people don't like. I've had a lot of conversations with people where they feel weird or uncomfortable or they think it's dumb to say that there's only one way, that there's only one truth, that there's only one God, that there's only one way to be saved. Um, Some people say it in a way that goes something like this, well, all religions are the same. They lead to the same place, but that's not true. If you consider Christianity and what Jesus teaches, his entire ministry is based on love. It's based on sacrifice. It's based on Selflessness. It's based on service. It's based on meeting the needs of those around us. It's based on truth and grace. Not every teaching or every other religion is based on those things. <laughs> Christianity is exclusive, it is authentic, it is true. You have to put it to the test in order to find it out. But I bring this up because I don't want anyone to listen to this podcast and wonder what we believe. We believe that Christianity is the only way. The only way to what? The only way to live a righteous life with a relationship with God now on this earth and to enter into the kingdom of God when we leave this earth. I do not believe that any other religion, any other teaching, any other quote-unquote gospel will get you there. And I'm going to always do my best to present the truth as I know it and as I study and learn and grow. So what you believe is extremely important. There's another passage in 1 Timothy 4.16. It says, watch your life and your doctrine closely and persevere in them. By doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. And this is essential because he's talking to Timothy in Ephesus. He's leading a church. He is responsible for what these people are hearing and what they're believing. And he's telling him to watch your life, the way you live and your doctrine. your teaching closely because and to persevere in them because this results in people being saved or not being saved one of the burdens of christianity is realizing that there are a lot of people in this world a lot of people even sadly who say that they're christians who are not saved wow right how could you say that right and, and and I don't say it proudly. I actually say it with a sad heart because I was one of them. <laughs> I grew up, you guys have heard my story. I grew up thinking I was a Christian and I wasn't because I didn't follow what the Bible said. I didn't follow what the Bible said. God wrote this book for me to put it into practice in my life according to what the authors intended in each book. And I wasn't doing that. So my challenge for you, if you're listening to this. It's to really stop and think about what you believe and why. Have you actually read God's word and extracted the truth from it? And do you believe it? If you want to be right with him. If you want to impact your family. If you want to love your husband and your wife or your children or your grandparents or your aunties, uncles and cousins and co-workers and friends the way that will impact their life for eternity you've got to put Christianity into practice. It's the only way it'll work. This is a challenging episode, I know. I really do hope and pray that you guys will think about it and really think about what you believe and why you believe it and realize just how important what you believe really is because your life and the life of others depends on it. Thank you for listening to Candid Mike, where we share life and ministry principles to inspire transformation and ministry development each episode is a joy for us to record and we are so thankful that you tune in to listen to us a big thanks to steezy prime for our show music which you can find more of his music on soundcloud at steezy prime please stay tuned for our next episode and follow us on instagram at candid Mike podcast thank you until next time